turn. The Resource Center is here to help you put the focus into 2020 and create a strategic blueprint for your family. Contact the Resource Center today. Well, good morning and good Monday, Wildcat Nation. This is Will Worsham. I'm here with Bruce Porter in the Resource Center Studios broadcasting live from rainy and gloomy (laughs) Rogersville this morning. It's coming down like cats and dogs and chickens and goats and (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it was raining hard a few minutes ago at my house. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been here for a little bit, so I drove through, drove through a little bit of rain, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. But it's I'm not a big fan of the the, the cold rain that just kind of hits you and just sort of sinks in a little bit. We need the rain though. I have we a pond behind my house. It's down maybe I don't know. I didn't measure three or four feet. Really? I mean, it's way low. So we need some moisture. We. We've been dry this winter so yeah. far. I was oh. talking to uh, Emma, the unique flower farmer, one of our yeah. compatriots here on K-Rodge, and we were talking about she was, uh, for her business, and glad to get the rain, you know, the plants oh, and absolutely. all that need the rain. So good yeah. to have that. But uh, Halloween's coming up. Yeah, it is. Uh, I tell you what, this year's going to be different. At it our, is. At our church, we're doing a drive-in Halloween deal. So, yep. you know, I think... I think it's going to take on a whole different uh, look. I'm not sure how it's affected candy sales. I haven't seen any data on that. That'd be interesting. But, uh, you know, I don't know if it'll have any effect or what. Well, let's be honest. 80% of Halloween candy sales aren't for the trick-or-treaters. It's eaten and gone in your own house before Halloween ever shows up, isn't it? I told my son and, and my wife we need to stock up early. So we were, you know, stocking up on Halloween candy at Sam's. I've been eating it for a month, but I'm trying to do my economic <laughs> duty, you know, to keep those That's candy right. people in business. Well, so. in our church, we're having a trunk or treat up at Fellowship Bible Church on yeah. on uh, on Halloween, too. So I think that's the way it's mostly coming around. But, yeah, it'll be different this yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. But you got some scary stories for us today. Well, I, here's what I want to talk about today. And, you know, uh, with this year going as well as it is, mm-hmm. right, and uh, so everything seems to be centered around a conversation about money or debt or taxes. Politically, that's all we see. You know, one side wants to repeal the current tax raw, uh, laws and the other side wants to keep and maintain and keep going. And, you know, and so it's all, all this stuff about money. Well, what's happening that I see in my practice a lot of people are just kind of carrying on as business as usual financially, even though they've had some negative effect with their income. And so what we're seeing in our industry is a rise in consumer debt. Mm. And when you see uh, credit card debt increasing, uh, we were already in a negative savings rate as a nation. But now you see credit card debt going up because people are continuing to maintain the lifestyle that they had prior to this chaos but now it's of 20. having to be more financed than it already was. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, when you look at credit card debt, you've got to have a game plan for paying that back in a quick, timely manner, or the thing that creeps up on you, and it's Halloween, so all this creepy stuff mm-hmm. going on, interest is one is not on your side. It's not your friend. Uh, it's Unless like you're the that, lender. Or the investor. I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you're the lender, you're you're making profits. But, uh, boy, we got to watch out as consumers because we can't afford as a nation to go further in consumer credit card debt than we were prior to 2020. 
because we were already in a negative savings rate. That negative savings means you have less in savings account than you have in consumer uh, credit card debt. Mm -hmm. So if the average credit card debt was, say, $13,000 and the average savings account was 6500 you see the lopsided. Right. You could cash in all of your savings and still be in debt. Yep. So that's the problem in the country. And so now let's just take, for example, a $5,000 credit card balance at the end of this year. Let's say you used it to live on, you, you bought birthdays and Christmas and uh, the two or three months you were off, you lived on it, you, you know, let's, let's just say that you end up with an extra five grand in credit card debt. Did you know that if you uh, pay that out over the term uh, with a minimum payment uh, of 3% over a 44 month period, you're gonna pay $1,500 in interest. Wow. So that $5,000 credit card debt just costs you $6,500. So there's gotta be some better ways. Yeah. So if you double the minimum payment, so let's say it was 25, or I don't, I haven't looked at a minimum credit card, but let's say it's $100. Mm-hmm. If you made a $200 payment, you're gonna drop your interest down to $642, oh, wow. and you're gonna drop the term from 44 months down to 19. So that's gonna help in the long run. But if you did a matching, if you're paying 15% interest and you made a 15% payment, you're only gonna pay $253 in interest and you're gonna pay it off in eight months. You gotta remember, it's your debt that you ran up. The quicker you pay it off, the quicker you put money back in your pocket. And you're you're paying yourself back. You know, that's something I think is really something that I've had to sort of internalize is because I think it's re- really yeah. easy to uh, just put something on that credit card and pay it later. But if you'll take the time to figure out, okay, if I put it on that credit card, that's going to cost me $100 a month. And so that $4,000 a month that I have to spend now, now becomes 3900 a month. And Absolutely. the more you do that, you're just reducing your disposable income. Yeah. And that yeah. can happen really, really fast. And it can get out of control because one thing leads to another. And the next thing you know, you don't have a game plan for paying the original debt back, let alone anything that pops up between now and the time you get that paid off. Because new tires might happen, the washer might go out, or who knows what. But uh, that's the scary thing is people are not paying attention to it as much as they should. If you don't have a savings account and you have debt, uh, consumer debt, paying that consumer debt back first is what you have to do to financially get yourself on solid ground. Mm-hmm. You can't save money by allowing debt to continue. Do you think so, it's important though, because um, you hear advice from a lot of different people, and I mm-hmm. want to get your expertise, that if you have zero savings right now, if you could put 500 $1,000 in savings before maybe you attacked that, just in case the tires do go out, you don't have to then go backwards on the debt. What do you think about that? Well, you could. Uh, the savings rate, uh, savings is for emergencies. Exactly. Savings is cash in your pocket that you could grab immediately and take care of a problem. If you're paying that same, there's, there's an argument both ways. Sure. If you're paying that same debt, Uh, or that same balance on debt, you're probably saving that 15% interest. And your savings rate is probably gonna be less than 1%. So when you think about it, 
it makes us feel better to have a little cash. Yep. But if you take that same amount of money and pay it on your debt, that credit card still got a credit balance. And so you could, so you could use it if you had if to. If you had to. But the, the thing is, before we can move forward financially, we have to re reduce that debt to either a very small manageable number or eliminate it, period. And you can't eat an elephant in one bite. Mm. You've got to start slow. You've got to make progress. Now, if you're paying 10 or $15 a month extra on the debt and putting five bucks a month in a savings account, I think that's okay. And people might think that's very small numbers, but you know what? That's more money than you had in savings last month and maybe reduced your debt more than you did the month before. So you got to start somewhere. I personally think somebody should pay into their savings every month. Mm -hmm. But I think that you've got to put an emphasis on debt reduction. Well, and the, I think the, the benefit to starting small, even if that's, all you, if that's all you can do, is it snowballs. It compounds. Yeah. Because once that balance goes down, that portion of that payment that's going to interest is smaller. The portion that goes towards paying down the debt gets bigger. And so it just sort of snowballs. So even that $25 extra a month yep. gets more impactful as long as you remain consistent. Absolutely. And don't stop. You can break it down in percentages and makes a lot of difference. Well, Bruce, so. this wasn't quite so scary as you promised. <laughs> I think you made it all better. <laughs> oh, well. You know, if you've got uh, more questions about... Uh, debt your, is scary. Debt is scary. Your finances or savings, we would uh, love for you to reach out to the Resource Center at 882-1800 um, and ask more questions. Yeah, we'll be glad to help. Or set up something. Send us an email here at info at krodge.com and we'll try Absolutely. to answer your questions. Love to have the questions. Right here on the air. Bruce, thanks for joining us again. We'll see you next week. See you then.